0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. In yet another sign that Boeing is leaving Washington State, leaving the Seattle area. We've got Boeing to close its storied Seattle Manufacturing and Research Development Center. Why do we talk about Boeing so much? Because Boeing is steeped. Seattle, Seattle, and Washington are steeped with Boeing history. Everybody here knows somebody, has a family member, friend, whatever that's worked at Boeing, that works at Boeing. It has been up until recently the biggest employer in the state, in the area. Recently, it got surpassed by Amazon, and because of our kind of our anti-business, that's. Where we're headed with our political leadership here because of our anti-business policies. Boeing's saying, eh, you know what, we've got other options. We're gonna look elsewhere. We're gonna do other stuff. In this article, they say, well, this is just part of our normal business cycle. It's not. They're 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 heading out of town. Let's check on in, let's let's look to see what we've got, see what we can uncover. It's an article from Seattle Times. Released today, Boeing to close its storied Seattle Manufacturing R&D Center. And I know this is a little bit of a boring one, but got history here. Just got a lot going on. There's a lot of Amazon stuff going on, Boeing stuff. People are kind of freaking out. Oh, what's going to happen to the area? Well, as long as computers are still going, Seattle area is still pretty strong. From outside the Boeing security fence, the giant windowless box-like building across the road from the Museum of Flight looks unremarkable, if mysterious. For decades, drivers passing by on East Marginal Way have wondered what exactly goes on inside of such a large structure. Soon the answer will be nothing at all. In yet another sign of Boeing shrinking local footprint, managers told affected employees just before Christmas that in the next four to six months, the facility known as the Advanced Developmental Composites Center will be shuttered. Where do you work? I worked at the Advanced Developmental Composites. What do you compose? Oh, no, we don't make anything. We just, it's composites. Who knows? I don't know. What do they do in there? I think a lot of people don't really know. And there's always been rumors kind of floating around on this building. Well, they do some crazy stuff in there. And I know some of you guys will reach out to me because I got a lot of old school Boeing folks that um, have maybe even worked in this building, the ADC Center. You reach out to me and what actually went on in there? What was going on in there? I know we had uh, one of the wings were designed there. I think like the 787 or something and something else, um, something to the, the stealth bomber, I think it was. Just 10 years ago, Boeing expanded the facility and portrayed it as a hub of future innovation for in-house manufacturing capabilities. Boeing to close its ADC composites facility in Seattle. Over decades, Boeing has conducted many secretive manufacturing research programs inside a massive windowless building across from the margin of flight. It was here that Boeing workers perfected the methods used to fabricate. Okay, this is where I got it from. Fabricate large parts of the B-2 stealth bomber in the early 1990s and the wings of the 787 Dreamliner in the early 2000s. Whenever I do podcasts like this, I do a little bit of research and look up some other articles and just kind of see history, maybe do a little Wikipedia and stuff. Because, I mean, you can trust everything in, in Wikipedia, right? Because it's on the interweb. It's got to be accurate. I mean, that's just the way this works, right? So I, I get these little bits and pieces of information stuck in my head. And I think, oh, I got to talk about that because it's not in this article. Oh, wait, it is in this article. All right. And then I just don't look at all that... Uh, prepared, but I am, kind of. All right, let's keep going. Though relatively few people work at the facility right at this point, its symbolism will add to worry about the future of the jet maker in this region. A lot of worry. A lot of people are like, oh no, what's happening with Boeing? Yeah, I think with political climate the way it is, with the way we're going with taxes, big business, a lot of big business, other than like Amazon and every other tech company who is still vying for a spot here because it's so easy to poach employees, a lot of big manufacturing companies, they're saying, uh, yeah, Pacific Northwest with its high cost of living, high cost of housing, and soon to be high cost of doing business, that's not where we want to be at. This is where for decades, Boeing conducted its most important and secretive manufacturing research programs, both military and commercial Key technologies for building critical pieces of the B-2 Stealth Bomber and 787 Dreamliner, they were developed here. The facility features two massive high-pressure ovens known as autoclaves, used to bake carbon composite materials to hardness and robotic equipment for fabricating large composite structural pieces. Boeing on a drive to sharply reduce its real estate holdings While it grapples with the drastic downturn in its business due to the pandemic, downplayed the significance of the closure. Don't they always downplay it? I mean, wouldn't you just love for one time to hear somebody from from like a Boeing or Microsoft or whatever when they have to do a massive amount of layoffs or something that's so clearly, all right, yeah, we got one foot out the door. This is just one of those many things. We're kind of shutting things down here. want to be transparent with you. Can't lie. Uh, Washington just isn't really treating us all that well we're going to head anywhere anywhere other than Washington to do our business to make our stuff to fly to make the planes that you guys all fly on so that's kind of what we're doing wouldn't you love to have that instead of how we're going to downplay it here's that downplaying this is one of the several steps we're taking to streamline our operations and make more efficient use of our facility space we're streamlining making more efficient use of existing facility space. It's kind of like when you tell somebody, when you're in the process of firing somebody and you tell them, you know what? We got to make a change. And this is the best thing for you. I want to release you to a better opportunity that fits who you are as an individual. I just fired you, but I didn't say that. I made it seem like this is a good thing for you and you should be excited about me firing you because I worded it in such a way that we all feel good. We've just got one of those feel good moments going on. Oh, yeah, I get to go to a new opportunity. Wait a minute. Did he just fire me? Same thing here. Yeah, uh, let, let's get back here. This is one of the several steps we're taking to streamline our operations and make more efficient use of our facility space. The company said in a statement, adding that some non-commercial airplane work will continue in the building for the time being. In other words, it's probably one of the biggest garage slash warehouse structures not being used to its highest and best use in the world. But you got to use it somehow. And if you can, Maybe you do a little non-commercial airplane work. They do do a lot of defense stuff and other stuff as well, Boeing does. But they probably don't need a building like this, especially not as secretive as people make this out to be. With Boeing commercial airplane work at a low point, the number of people directly affected by the closure is relatively small at this point. The Society of Professional Engineering Employees in Aerospace, that's a big long title, isn't it? I am not a big fan of big long titles. The fewer words you can get in there, the better. I remember Bill Burr saying, there was zero fat in that joke. And I was like, what does he mean by that? And he meant that if you took out one word from a statement in this joke, that it didn't work. And every word they had in there was absolutely critical. So do you really need the Society of Professional Engineering Employees in Aerospace? Um, do you really need that, all that nonsense in your top? I don't think so. I don't know. Whatever, and it's a union, so of course unions just make them long, so they seem more important. Yet the union spokesman, Doug, Bill Dugovic, said news of the closure is worrisome, and the union is seeking more information from the company. What is going on? Why are you closing down? We're a union; we need to keep our guys going. What's happening? We're also we are certainly concerned about this, not only for the loss of the existing work, but also for upcoming work on any new future airplanes. Well, you might be doing that in what South Carolina, I think it is. Maybe you're going to go there. There's still a bunch of stuff left here in Seattle, just not as much as it used to be. A person familiar with the closure plans granted anonymity to protect employment expressed the fear that future development work will need to be done elsewhere, most likely out of state. That is, I think, what everybody's thinking. Everybody's kind of like, all right, Boeing not only has one foot out the door, they've got a little more. They are, they're headed out. Let's be honest. Will they always have some, you know, business left here, some manufacturing left here? Yeah, I think so. Especially up north in Everett where they've got all the massive buildings. I don't think they're going to totally roll out of there, but they're certainly going to pare down a lot. They are, and they're in the process. Boeing denied that moving work out of the region is part of the motivation. We're not doing this because of that. There's the disingenuous uh, response to all this. Its statement said the development of advanced composites for future products currently completed at the ADC will continue with non-aircraft manufacturing, but will transition to other Boeing facilities, mostly in the Puget Sound. All right. A storied history of secret work. In the late 1980s and early 1990s, Boeing workers inside the ADC fabricated large composite parts of the uh, stealth bomber, and in the mid-2000s, the wings for the F-22 Raptor jet fighter. F-22 Raptor jet fighter. In the early 2000s, it's where engineers perfected the methods used to fabricate the wings of Boeing's last all-new jet, the 787 Dreamliner, and trained visiting engineers... And mechanics from Japan and Italy to do the production work. So it's a big deal. This is a big building. It's got a lot of history to it. Now, just going to lay vacant because Boeing's got a foot out the door and they are going elsewhere. In 2004, Boeing Vice President Frank Statkus, then head of manufacturing technology on the 787 Dreamliner program, took reporters on a rare tour of the facility. No cameras allowed. This is top secret stuff, guys. No cameras allowed. Not even a little over-your-arm action, just as you have your arms folded with your cell phone camera, just taking some pictures nonchalantly, taking a few photos. None of that. To show off the first prototype tooling for that incipient all-composite airplane at the time, known as the 7E7, that day he declared that nobody in the world could match the technology on display. That was the, um, yeah, that was the Dreamliner. The technology that Stack has presented as evidence in 2004 is now used for everyday production, it's normal. The work at Boeing's $1 billion 777X, 777X composite wing center and effort represents the cutting edge of that technology. And when in Boeing in 2013 worked to revamp the manufacturing process for the 777 fuselage, it did the secret development work not in the ADC, but in a large warehouse in Anacortes, Washington, which is just way up north. So some crazy history there. Um, but it's a building that's it's going to get shut down, right? And Boeing's going to use it as needed. But guess what? It probably won't be needed. So perhaps there's a case that the ADC is no longer needed. Perhaps it sounds like that is the case. Still, the technology developed in Anacortes failed miserably and was finally abandoned in 2019. Oops. We made a mistake. Houston, we've got a problem. What Boeing will certainly lose by parceling out the ADC work is a centralized location where the top machinists and engineers inside commercial airplanes work together on innovative hands-on technology. That's what Boeing envisioned in 2010, when, after the outsourcing of 787 production work to partners across the globe had turned into a disaster, Boeing announced a course reversal. We are reversing course. A plan to expand the Seattle ADC to employ up to 900 of its highest skilled workers and bolster its internal manufacturing capabilities. We're going to do something new and improved here. You guys are going to love it. Let's go with this. All defense work was moved out of the facility to neighboring buildings at that time. All right. So that the ADC was devoted exclusively to the company's burgeoning commercial airplanes business. Boeing's then spokeswoman, Chris McHugh, called the plan a reflection of Boeing's long-term commitment to the Puget Sound region. And that's what everybody always talks about. Boeing's got a long-term commitment. We're always going to be here. We are the Pacific Northwest. Until business conditions become unfavorable, and they are a massive company, and they do have to make money, and they do have to answer to shareholders and as a result, if they come up with a different business environment that isn't nearly quite as, let's say, anti-business as the state of Washington is rapidly becoming, then they might go elsewhere. They might shut some space down. This building's a pretty good example of that, right? We are investing in both our people and our infrastructure and assets for the future. We're investing in the future. It just doesn't include you, Seattle. Sorry. Sorry guys, it's not you, it's us. This is, this is an us moment. We need to take some time. We need to figure out our priorities. We need to rethink. We need to reimagine. In the meantime, we're not using that building. 10 years on, that ambition is shredded with Boeing laid low by successive blows to its business. First, the 737 MAX crashes, grounded the jet for 21 months, shutting off its main flow of cash, ouch, Then the COVID-19 pandemic triggered a deep airline downturn that forced production cuts of Boeing's other airplanes. And deliveries of the 787 ground to a complete halt in November as Boeing struggled to fix quality control problems in manufacturing the jet. In response, Boeing's leadership in Chicago has instigated a sweeping effort to downsize and cut costs with plans to slash 31,000 jobs and shrink the company's real estate holdings. Well, they certainly got enough holdings in the seattle area and heard they're going to be selling the um oh it used to be long acres racetrack built massive building there. going to be selling that and be selling some other buildings are they really leaving the seattle area well even if they make that enough i mean they've got lots of different divisions doing lots of different stuff right you can't keep keep track of it all but it's like all right this is a kind of a trend we're trending elsewhere here boeing aren't we we're reviewing every piece of real estate, every building, every lease, every warehouse, every site. Boeing Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer Greg Smith said in October. Boeing said Tuesday is still exploring the sale of its commercial airplanes headquarters in Long Acres, Renton. There we go. So they're looking at selling that. That would be a big one. That's a good location. It's right off of 405, kind of our north-south north, east, southwest uh freeway system here throughout um Bellevue and Seattle. The ADC building won't be sold however because it's just one building in the middle of a large complex of Boeing facilities sandwiched between Boeing Field and the Duwamish River. Instead it will be shuttered and left largely empty for now. How many buildings is Boeing going to end up with like that? Probably a bunch, right? A Boeing spokesperson did not know what the company plans to do with the giant building or the giant autoclops. Uh, They just don't know. He added that Boeing has not yet determined exactly where the workers currently at the EDC will go. It's off. We've got a a situation in flux here. We're leaving a building empty. Don't know what we're going to do with it. Maybe we're going to do a little bit of non-aerospace work. Maybe we'll fix some bearings for something or other-ish. Don't really know. But in the meantime, we're reevaluating, we're rethinking our position in Seattle. This is one of those buildings. We're making it vacant, even though it has a long history. So buildings come and go, don't they? They just, it's like, all right, yeah, but it's just a building. I was reading a pretty interesting story about a recording studio that recently burned down. I can't remember where it was. It was someplace, it's like, really? Those, those bands all recorded in that studio and then it got sold, it was a recording studio and then it got sold to somebody else for something else. And then it was vacated and then it burned down. But all the story you see is famous recording studio burns down, right? When in reality, it's just a building and buildings come and go, their uses come and go, commercial spaces come and go, I'm in a new space here for us. How long will I be here? Ah, until it, no longer works for me and I move on to somewhere else or who knows, I mean, lots of different things. In 2011, I had office space, big office space here on Bell Red Road in Bellevue. and Gave that up because we were, everybody was basically telecommuting at that point. In 2011, people were no longer wanting to come to a desk and so I kinda said, you know what? Since it's just me and my office manager and my desk is really far away from hers at the other end of our space, we have to yell at each other, hey, you know, those kind of things. We just decided, well, let's shut this space down. We no longer really need it. Everybody's working from home now. Let's make this a permanent thing. So things like that happen. Boeing decides to leave the area. I mean, that's kind of bottom line. That's, that's what's going on here, right? Other people are going to say, oh, no, they're not leaving. They've, they've got a long history here, and I think they'll be here forever. Mm. I don't know. I would have my doubts on that one, and I am—I am not a big Boeing guy. It's just you know half the people you meet in, in in Seattle or Bellevue, and that they're my generation or maybe older. Everybody's got such a history with Boeing. I know so many people that have worked there, continue to work there, kind of thing. Um, it's a big part of everybody's life here in the Pacific Northwest. And now that they are they're closing down some buildings, they are looking elsewhere. They are releasing us to a different opportunity that is going to benefit our future greatly. That's what Boeing's doing. All right. That's it for me on this one. I'm out of here. Stay safe, you guys out there. I will catch up with you on the next one. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.